the portion of Shemini deals with the laws of kosher. The Torah says that any animal that has split hoofs and chooses cud is a kosher animal. However, an animal that does not have both of these signs, in other words, if it only chooses cud but does not have split hoofs, or it has split hoofs like a pig but does not chew its cud, then the animal is not kosher. And similarly, pertaining to fish, the Torah says that any fish that has fins and scales, that is a kosher fish. But if it has only one of those two, if it has scales but no fins, or fins but no scales, then the fish is not kosher. And then the Torah goes on to give examples of other animals that are not kosher, and says that anything that creeps on its belly, a gochoin, is not fit for human consumption. It is not fit for a Jew to eat. So the word that the Torah uses for an animal that crawls on its belly is called a gochoin. Rashi says, what does gochoin mean? Rashi says that this refers to the nachash, the snake. For in order for the snake to walk, the snake first bends down and then falls on its belly. So gochoin literally means the belly. And therefore anything that crawls on its belly is not allowed to be eaten. So a few questions come to mind. Number one, why does the Torah use the word gochoin, which means belly, and not simply say the word nachosh, a snake? And number two is, we find that the word gochoin has a large vav in it. Why is the vav in gochoin large? It's interesting that the Gemara in the tractate of Kedushin says that the large vav in the word gochoin is the central letter of the entire Torah. So if you take the five books of Moses, the central letter of the five books of Moses is the vav of gochoin. What does this teach us? We find that the Masha. One of the classic commentaries on the Talmud says that the gochoin refers to the snake and the snake alludes to the first snake which is known as the Yetzirahara, the evil inclination. And that the Torah is telling us that even though the evil inclination is something that wants to detract us from the study of Torah, However, if we add the vav to it, we have the ability to cut the snake into two. In other words, to interrupt the power of the snake. Now, what does that mean? Let us first understand the letter vav. We know that every letter in the Hebrew alphabet has a gematria, a numerical computation. It has a graphic design, and it also has a meaning. What is the meaning of the letter Vav? Vav means a hook. A hook connects two opposites. 
Furthermore, the graphic design of the Vav is like a chute, like a ladder that connects the higher worlds to the lower worlds. And finally, the gematria of Vav is six. And if you spell out the letter Vav, which is Vav Aleph Vav, is six plus one plus six, which equals 13. 13 is the gematria of Echad, which is one. Hashem Echad, God is one. One equals 13. So how does this all connect with the Gochoin? And how do we understand this transformation of the Gochoin, which on one hand we say is the snake representing the serpent, and yet we also have the large Vav in this word of Gochoin. So we first have to understand why Rashi tells us that the Gochoin means that first it bends down, and then it falls on its belly. The Rashi is coming to intimate to us that the Torah is not simply coming to tell us the name of a snake, but rather the Torah is coming to tell us the nature of a snake. The nature of a snake is, first, it bends down, and then it falls on its belly. That's the way the snake operates. And this is also the same way the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, which is the snake in us, also operates the same way. The Gemara says that the evil inclination does not come over to a Jew and tell a Jew the first day, I want you to deny God and serve idols. He knows we're not going to follow it. So what does it do? Today it says bend a little bit here, compromise a little bit here. And tomorrow it says bend a little bit more there, compromise there. And finally after you compromise all these days, then you'll fall on your belly and you'll bow down to an idol. So therefore the Torah uses the word gochoin, which means to bend, to tell us that this is really the beginning of all evil, this is the beginning of all sin. So how does one overcome the Yetzirah? How does one overcome this evil snake, this evil inclination? So comes along the, the Masha and tells us that you should know that the Vav in Gochoin is large because the Vav has the ability to cut through the snake. Just like the Vav looks like a knife, it's straight. It has the ability to cut the snake in half. What does this mean? We said a moment ago that the gematria of Vav is six. Six also alludes to the day that God gave the Jewish people the Torah. God gave us the Torah on the sixth day of the month of Sivan. That was Matan Torah. And so, how does one overcome the temptations and the desires of the serpent, of the Yetzirah? Says the Gemara, that God created the evil inclination, God created temptation, but He also created the Torah to be the tavlin, to be the spice in which to quiet and to season this temptation. In other words, if a person has a temptation and he cannot overcome it, he should run to the synagogue, he should run to the study hall and open up the Torah, 
begin to learn a Pasuk in the Chumash and to begin to learn the Mishnah and to learn Talmud and to learn Tanya and to learn Chassidus. And by doing this, you'll be able to pacify and quiet your animal soul, your Yetzirah. So therefore, the Gachain, which is the belly of the serpent, has a large Vav which alludes to the Torah. Another interpretation. The Tzemach Tzedek says that the reason why the central letter is a Vav is because the Torah has two halves, the right half and the left half. The right, we know, represents kindness. That's expansiveness. That's giving. The left represents gavura, to hold back, to withdraw, to contract. Now, the evil inclination, the Yetzirahara, can only draw its energy from the left side. It cannot draw from the right side. The right side is expansiveness. It's too much light. It's too much energy. And therefore, it has no access to the right side. The serpent or the powers of evil can only access their energy from the left side. Comes along the letter Vav, which is the central letter of the Torah, which alludes to the central column of creation, which is Teferet, the concept of beauty and the concept of mercy. And this central column, which is the letter Vav, has the ability to unite both the right and the left together, to bring peace. It's the hook that connects the right side and the left side. So when you connect the right to the left, when you connect chesed to gavura, when you connect the expansiveness together with severity, with judgment, with withdrawal, what you're doing is you're adding light and energy to the left side. And by doing so, you're making the left side overwhelming and too powerful for the powers of impurity to be able to nurture from the left side. Because now the left and the right are truly united and connected. And therefore says the Rebbe that in truth, not only do we connect it from the left side to the right side, but we also connect it from the bottom to the top. Because the Vav is written in a way that is vertical, which connects the higher worlds to the lower worlds. And therefore, when a person looks at a snake and he looks at his animal soul, he has to see what is the true intention of the snake. What is the true intention of the animal soul? Because nothing in the world has its independence. Nothing in the world has its own power. Everything comes from God. What is the reason that God created the snake? What is the reason that God created the serpent? You have to look to the source. And the source is that God created this snake and God created the serpent only to challenge us, to make us stronger, 
to be able to overcome that temptation, to be able to overcome that challenge, we have to go deeper into the resources of our soul. And by unleashing that deeper power, we now have the ability to overcome these temptations and these challenges. So therefore, we have to look to the source from where it comes. And this concept is found in the Torah as well. We find in the Torah a story that there were snakes that began to bite the Jewish people in the desert. They were fiery snakes, and if you were bitten by that snake, you would die. So why does God tell Moshe Rabbeinu? God tells Moses, make a snake out of bronze or copper, hang it on the tree, and let the Jewish people look up to the snake, and if they will look up to the snake, then they shall be healed. What is the concept of looking up to the snake? Why by looking up to the snake are they going to be healed? So the Rebbe explains, by looking up to the snake, they are looking to the source from where the snake came. And that came from God. The word Shema, Shema Yisrael, Hero Israel, God is our Lord, God is one. The word Shema is an acronym for Se'u Morim Enechem. Lift up your eyes above. Uru mi and see who created you. When a person looks up to the source, then he's able to derive knowledge and strength and energy to overcome all of these challenges. The problem is when we bend over and we fall down on our belly to the ground and all we see beneath us is earth, we see materialism and we see hedonism, then we forget about the purpose of everything. And that's why it's important to look up to the sky rather than look down to the ground like a snake. And by looking to the source, looking up at the Vav, we have now the ability to overcome the snake and to transform the snake from something which is negative into positive. In other words, we're looking at the MS. We're looking at the truth behind the snake. Why the snake is there in the first place. And that brings us to Hashem Echad to truly unite with the one God. And this answers another interesting thing. If you add up the word Nachosh, which is snake, you have a Nun, which is 50. Then you have a Ches, which is 8. And then you have a Shin, which is 300. So Nachosh equals 358. There's another word in Judaism, that equals 358. And that is the word Mashiach. Mashiach is also 358. So you ask yourself the question, how could Mashiach equal the same thing as Nachash, which represents the evil inclination? And the answer is that the purpose of the evil inclination is to bring us to the Mashiach. In other words, by the fact that it tests us, and we overcome these tests and these trials and tribulations, then we truly have Mashiach, we truly have salvation. Similarly, we find the Torah says that when God created the world, He saw what He created, it was good. Then the Torah goes on to say, God saw everything that He created, it was very good. Says the Medrash, it was good. What is good? This alludes to the Yetzer Tov, the good inclination. Very good? 
This refers to the bad inclination. This refers to the sneaky serpent, the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, the Satan. This is very good. How could the creation of the Satan and the snake and the, and the evil inclination be very good? And the answer is that through the temptations and through these challenges, God gives us the energy to overcome these challenges. And by overcoming these challenges, we're able to reveal deeper powers and deeper energies. And therefore we see how in truth all of the hardships and all of the difficulties and all the challenges that God brought before us was for a reason for Toiv Ma'ayit to make us not only good, but to make us very good. So here is the message of this week's parasha. That when we deal about the laws of kosher and non-kosher, we have to be concerned not only what goes into our mouth, but also what comes out of our mouth. Not only what we eat, but also what we say. And by realizing that every word and every letter has the ability to truly transform the world, we will be careful what we say and be careful what we do and transform all the snakes that we have in our lives and to transform them into the ultimate Mashiach, into the ultimate salvation with the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days.